A dead man was banned from his own funeral because he arrived seated on a chair. A women's soccer team lost because a player's hair wasn't black enough. And Santa anxiety. Children worry about old St. Nick getting COVID-19. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm Jonesy. Happy to be here. Let's get into the stories. Hey, mainstream news. Listen to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A dead man is banned from his own funeral because he didn't arrive in a coffin. He arrived on a chair. The body of a deceased man was filmed sitting outside of a church. This church refused to accept him because he had been brought to the funeral seated on a chair, not inside a coffin, which is required. Che Lewis, age 29, died after being shot at his home in the town of Diego Martin in Trinidad and Tobago. Che's body was reportedly driven to the church in a seated position in a roofless hearse so that onlookers could see him. Two men sat alongside him in the open section as well. The bizarre funeral procession passed through the capital of Port of Spain before heading to Diego Martin. The event garnered a lot of attention and was even streamed online. Social media videos show Che's body dressed in white trousers and a pink jacket and tie seated outside the St. John the Evangelist Church. I'm looking at a photo of this Che Lewis, deceased, seated outside the church. He looks great. He's got white patent leather shoes, a nice pink jacket. He's got some dark shades on. I'm not going to lie. It has some Weekend at Bernie vibes. A little bit. A little bit. But he looks great, man. I, I don't know why you would refuse this man in your church. The article says, At first, many people were not even aware that the seated man was actually the deceased, despite the fact that he was cordoned off and sitting next to a large photo of himself and flowers. Some thought he was part of the funeral procession, while others went so far as to berate the corpse for not wearing a face mask during the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. (laughs) So people that know him came to the funeral, didn't recognize him as being dead in the chair. They're like, dude, put a face mask on. Hello. Why are you ignoring me, sir? Oh, Oh, Che, is that you? Oh, man. They interviewed a police officer about this situation. His name's Brent. Brent said that. Officials were disappointed in the reckless behavior engaged by Denny's Funeral Home, the company that transported Che's body in a chair and delivered him to the outside of the church. Well, that's what happens when you go to a funeral home named Denny's. I mean, what do you (laughs) – come on, man. Get serious. Will this funeral home serve you some bacon and pancakes as well? Here's a quote from the police officer. Carrying persons in a dangerous manner is an offense. With a penalty, and the police will continue this investigation into the funeral company's misconduct on the road with this deceased one. Well, if you ask me, I blame the church. Just take him in, man. So what? He's not in a coffin. Some people can't afford coffins, okay? It's so expensive to die. Why is that? Have you looked at the prices of coffins? Not everybody can afford that shit, all right? Thousands of dollars for a stupid box. No, I don't need to be in a box. You know, put me in a in a lawn chair and deliver me to the church. I, you know, put a drink in my hand with a little umbrella. Put shades on me. <laughs> Make it look like I'm by the pool. I don't care. Really, it's just so silly. 
this whole rigmarole of the burial and the coffin and oh, and it's so sad and morbid. It's like, why can't we just celebrate people's lives during a time like this? Why does it got to be so strict and morbid? So what? It's a chair. Yeah. Put him in a go-kart. Push him around. Like, have a good time. <laughs> I really wish we could do away with the whole wake and funeral business the way we do it now. You put the person in a box. You put the box in a building. We all line up and cry and walk slowly towards the box. I mean, it's just awful, really. I have yet to see a funeral or a wake of any sort that celebrates the life of the person like in a happy way. It's always just so negative. And I would love a whole repackaging of the whole experience. Not just for myself as an attendee, but for myself when I finally die. I want people to have a good time around my body. I don't want to be in a box and everybody lines up. Just, yeah, oh, he was really great on that podcast in the closet, wasn't he? Yeah, he really shined in a closet and now he's in a box. It's just, it seems perfect. You know, he was like... He deserves to be in a small space. No, man. I want you to prop my body up behind a DJ booth and somehow, I don't know, make it so my a robot's working my arms so I'm, and I'm picking songs and playing songs at my own funeral. That would be amazing. I don't know how you would do that, but that's, that's how I would love to go out. A woman's soccer team in China loses because a player's hair is not black enough. A woman's football team, a.k.a. soccer team, from Fuzhou University was adjudged to have lost a recent game after one of its players' hair was found to be not black enough, sparking a heated discussion online. Before a college women's soccer game match, multiple players from Fuzhou University and Jima University teams were rejected from the match for violating a rule. The rule requires that all players not dye or curl their hair. The coaching staff from both sides purchased black hair cream from nearby hair salons to meet the urgent need. I guess because some of their players had a different color hair. Finally, gathering seven players each who all had black colored hair, they competed in the match. However, one of the players from Fuzhou University was still ordered to leave the game because it was reported that her hair was not black enough. The referee decided that Fuzhou University would forfeit the match because they didn't have enough players to make up a full squad. Hmm. A staff member says, One of the rules regulates that hair dye is not allowed among players. In practice, simple or partial dyeing is acceptable, but weird colors are not allowed. Many netizens questioned the rationality of this rule, saying it didn't make sense to focus on such trivial things. Here's a quote. Even if players have tattoos covering their whole body, it doesn't affect the football match anyway, let alone players' hair. Why are we wasting time on such unimportant things instead of improving the players' skills and gameplay? Many outstanding athletes have distinct personalities in terms of hairstyles, clothing, or even movements. That's why we go crazy for sports. That's why we go crazy for winners. Others, however, still shared their agreement with the rule. If you are competent enough, then show your personality with a good play instead of showing off with tattoos or various colored hair on the field. Well, some people are offended by tattoos and hair dye. Still, well, this is China. Man, they really want their citizens to toe the line. Ugh, it's so boring and, and just constrictive. You know, can you imagine being over there, how constricting life must be? I'm really grateful when I think about 
stories like this that I was born in the United States where if if I want to have a tattoo on my on the bridge of my nose that says cheeseburger, then I can. I can and no one can tell me otherwise. <laughs> if I want to color my hair whatever the hell I want and then go play wiffle ball, no problem. No one's going to tell me I cannot. I mean, it's moments like this where you really got to appreciate some of the freedoms that we have in, in places like the U.S. and Canada and Europe. Uh, we don't have to deal with this stuff. This person's right, though, the quote in here. It doesn't matter what color your hair is. If you're a kick-ass soccer player, does it matter? No. Would you not take a kick-ass soccer player that had a small tattoo on the hand? Would you not? Yes, you would. Do you guys want to win over there, China? Hello? Do you give a shit about sports? This is why you suck at sports over there. You're concentrating on other stuff. <laughs> I don't even know if they suck at sports. I think they do, though, right? We always kick their ass in the Olympics, I think. Although there's a few things they're probably good at, like ice skating, I'd imagine. But, like, women's soccer, like, the U.S. is just tremendous, all right? Nobody's touching us, okay? So my advice is other countries, stop concentrating on your female soccer players' looks and work on their – make their skills competent, make their play competent. Like, the things that count in sports? Yay! Santa anxiety as children worry about old Saint Nick getting COVID-19. Up on the housetop, click, click, click. Old Santa is sick, sick, sick. (laughs) Sorry, that was terrible. The article says, while it may be difficult for children to understand the changes to the holiday traditions this year. Yes, we've had some. You guys remember Thanksgiving, right? Anybody spend it with one other person at a Mexican restaurant buffet? Just me? Okay, cool. One expert says there are practical and creative ways to come up with new alternatives to holiday traditions. And uh, they're bringing in a parenting expert named Allison Schaefer. You ever notice these parenting experts don't have children? That's weird. Did you ever notice the sex experts look like they haven't been laid since 1994? That's weird. So Allison Schaefer recently joined some morning show with some tips on how to speak to your kids about celebrating the holidays in the COVID-19 pandemic. She says younger children may feel something called Santa anxiety, which is a fear that jolly old St. Nicholas may possibly catch the virus. Yeah, that's a valid worry. You imagine that he gets the virus and then brings it down your chimney. Who wants that? You want just presents, not presents and a virus. Here's a quote from Sarah. Some of the kids are very worried that Santa's going to be in all these houses in the same night and then coming into theirs. And maybe he's bringing the virus from house to house like a virus carrying old St. Nick jolly fellow, like a jolly virus carrying guy fellow. (laughs) That was not exactly the quote I'd had. I took some liberties with it. Sarah says we should tell our worried children that Santa is considered an essential worker and is executing his tasks very safely and thoughtfully throughout the pandemic. Yes, Santa is an essential worker for sure. He's bringing joy. Well, you just got to tell your kids that Santa gets the vaccine. That's an easy fix. Yeah, we give Santa the vaccine. Of course he gets the vaccine. Doctors, nurses get the vaccine. Santa gets the vaccine. Certain NBA and NFL players get the vaccine. You know, essential workers, in other words. (laughs) Uh, many families she says also are working on a tighter budget this year yep yep this Schaefer lady is correct she says it's important to prepare the children to potentially expect fewer gifts without inciting fear about the family's financial stability yeah you don't want to scare the kids about your financial stability although I'd imagine if you're very uh, 
financially unstable, unstable, they're going to notice it anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, let them know they're going to expect fewer gifts. It's a possibility. Schaefer recommends being straightforward with the kids, explaining the need to be more fiscally responsible due to the pandemic. It's, I mean, the bottom line is it's tough around the holidays this year. You're going to have to chalk this one up as a loss. Listen, man, we just have to look back at 2020 and be like, you know, that was a shit show. And, and you know, that's how it was. Thanksgiving was lame. Christmas was subpar. And it's just something we all had to get through and deal with. All right. No apologies are necessary, man. We're all struggling. No apologies are necessary. Everyone should just be understanding. And if your kids aren't understanding, make them understand this is not a normal year. They should know it's a normal year. They're not dummies. They're looking around. You go to the playground, or if you can go to a playground, everyone's masked up. Everyone's afraid of each other, suspicious. Paranoia is seeping through the culture right now. It's freaking weird, and they know it. So just be honest with them. You don't have to say that you're sorry, that things are whacked. You just tell, you know. Just tell them how much you appreciate how strong they are right now. You know, tell them that you've noticed that they've been strong throughout this and you're proud of them for that. I don't even know. I don't even have kids. I just guess I'm guessing that's a great thing to say to a kid instead of, I'm sorry, there won't be enough gifts this year. And by the way, gifts aren't everything. There's other things you can do with your children to help them enjoy the holiday season. I'm sure of it. I can't think of what those things are, but there's got to be some things. And be grateful that you're around people during the holidays. That's, some of us are going to be stuck alone. I might be alone during Christmas. You know what I'm saying? So just be thankful that you're together. Let your children know the state of the world, that some people are alone this Christmas. Be grateful that you're around others. You're with a family. You're with people that love you. You know, that kind of shit. I'm not a parent. I'm just, you know, I'm just giving some, I'm just giving some advice that I think a, a parent would say, I suppose. Well, if you are a parent, call the show. Tell me, tell me, uh, give us advice. 646-450-2012. What do you do about a COVID Santa? What do you do about a COVID Christmas? COVID Christmas. Boy, someone's going to write a song titled that. You know it. Have a holly COVID Christmas. It's the worst Christmas I've ever seen. Don't go near the friends you see unless you've had a vaccine. Well, well, my little children, my weirdos, thanks for listening to another episode of Weird AF News. What would I do without your ears? I don't know what I would do. I'm grateful for them. I really am. Thanks for bringing them to the table every episode. Got over 900 episodes. Closing on, closing in on 1,000, I guess, eventually. We'll have to throw a party at 1,000 episodes. What should we do? You guys want to fly to L.A. and see me? Uh, we'll socially distance in, in a field. <laughs> Sounds like fun, Jonesy. We're there. Okay, cool. We'll drink coffee in a field, socially distanced. I'll just wave to y'all from afar. Uh, yeah, I want to thank everybody who reached out to me, who sent me articles. You know who you are. I'm, uh, I'm very grateful. Grateful for those of you who called the show. I'm grateful for those of you who have joined the Patreon this month. There's been a bunch of you. Keep it going. Uh, and a shout out to, to Michael once again, who's still... Keeping the contest going, the Patreon challenge, the Patreon cha- holiday challenge, where he will meet the Patreons that join for the rest of the week, uh, either at the 2 or $5 level. He will match that, which is pretty cool. With money like that, Jonesy could, uh, you know, 
get a bigger closet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> stupid. Oh, I got the dumbest jokes. I'm glad you. I'm glad you put up with me. Your patience is amazing. A little patience. Yeah. I've been walking the streets at night. Um. Anyways, I'm in a silly mood per usual. Uh. What else should I say? Oh, you want to follow me on places? I guess some people didn't know I was on Facebook. Well, I am facebook.com slash comedian Jonesy or facebook.com slash weird AF news. <laughs> That's right, guys. I got all my T's dotted and my lowercase J's crossed. You know what I'm saying? Got all my ducks in a line. I also got a Twitter. Oh, boy. At Funny Jones. Oh, I got an Instagram at Funny Jones. Yep. I got an Instagram and a Twitter because I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> follow me if you're bored if you want to call the show you got the number oh you don't I'll give it to you again slowly 646-450-2012 oh yeah it's the late night R&B DJ voice yeah you want to call in and request ooh I got Sasha from New Orleans calling she would like to hear some Teddy P <laughs> oh yeah turn off the lights how about that light a candle you got it sasha coming to you late night r&b dj uh okay clearly i'm insane and i need to go now <laughs>